Remember the good old days, Ryan? I do. I do remember the good old days. Back in the day when you just grow your zucchini. How are your zucchinis coming in this uh, year? Yeah, not so well. They're looking a bit old themselves. I think you can get a pill these days to yeah, help your zucchinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You those can. Are the days. Yeah, those were the days. We're getting old, man. We are getting old. This intro is getting old. Welcome right to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. We're live in Edge HQ. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and I'm on the couch this week. I'm not in my swivel chair. Yeah, I no. normally sit in the swivel chair. On the techie dials is Ryan's special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. I can how see you? you were chomping at the bit to come in there. You've caught the Lester Diamond disease. Yeah, I know. I know. What's happened? Did you sneeze on me before, Lester? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you're throwing it. You're throwing through it. You're tempted. You're giving the dog a bone. I am. I am. I want him to ruin it as well. I, I jumped in and I can't believe I did that. We should We should see if we could go, like, how long before we actually intro him and see how and long see we if can, can talk. See if we can manage it. See if <laughs> it, can manage it feels it. weird. Like, basically, what's happened, ladies and gentlemen, we we normally have a guest in this week. We thought, let's just, it's been a while since the three of us had a chat so we sort of booked it and so there's a bit of space on the couch so i'm just stretching out on the couch yeah we booked a guest he showed up we said no we just want to talk amongst ourselves yeah so the, fuck a, off. a guest <laughs> bit dave chappelle. bill bailey dave chappelle they're outside yeah, yeah. We, we just thought we'd bit of us time yeah, bit of yeah. me time yeah that's right we should introduce him because he see he has butted in we waited long enough he did. on the next to me on the couch a long way away is i don't know He's not. He's part of the show, so he's not a friend of the show. He's a frenemy of the show, <laughs> Lester Diamond. How are you, buddy? I thought we worked all these problems out. Oh, I, was, I was being nice. I didn't call you. A, I could have called you a lot worse. I noticed Ryan didn't jump in to defend me there. <laughs> well, I noticed that he was sort of trying to lead you in, lead you our, in. Our therapist said that you were big enough to do it after yourself. <laughs> I will say this. Why would you want to guess when you got us three? Yeah, that's right. Well, exactly. the, the proof will be in the pudding or the downloads. Some of the finest right. minds in the Sydney comedy scene. That's exactly right. I think we go beyond the comedy scene, Lester. I think with, I think with, I don't know about you boys. We're all around the same age bracket. The yeah. late late twenties, early thirties. Yep, that's um, nice. Yep. Golden years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm getting old. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I had this issue the other. Like I, I went last weekend. We had a busy weekend. I had to go. Friend, and I can say a friend of the show, Caesar Kaiser, had a garage sale. I went to the garage sale. Caesar Kaiser had a grudge. Did I say grudge? Caesar Kaiser has a grudge sale. It makes a lot of sense. Quite frankly, a garage sale. He was having a garage sale. You got plenty of stock. I called in, and then after that, I went to another friend of the show, Jeremy Keast. I went to his house for a barbie. Yeah. And then later on, another um, one of my girlfriend's friends. We went to her birthday. But you know, I found myself Jeremy Jeremy Keast. He looks like a guy who'd flip a good sausage. Like he, know, he looks like a guy who knows how to handle the tongs. You know what I mean? I've, I've got no complaints. There was a lot of meat on offer. There was, yeah. a, there was not much. The meat to salad ratio was perfect. Yep. What I'm saying is, if you're in the Marrickville area, call Keisty. Yep. He, he does a good barbecue. He'll hook you up. Yep. But I just found myself at, at Keisty's barbecue and this other party I went to afterwards. I've turned into an old man with my conversations. Yeah. Like I had conversations with three different people about housing affordability in Sydney. <laughs> like I'm, I, I don't know. Like I, Edge HQ is a lovely place, but it's a rental unless you know someone wants to be generous and you know benefit. A yeah, benefactor. yeah, we wouldn't mind a sponsor who could give us a house. That'd be fantastic. We don't want much. I no, mean, just a nice no, we're not house. asking for much. Yeah, but I'd like it to be renovated a bit. <laughs> yeah. You know? 
Yep. All I'm saying is if you've got a spare two mil in the back pocket, just yep. send it to Comedy on. And, you know, you, you want your podcast to continue. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like change. Look, if you like the podcast, I think we should add. Like, we're not really asking you to give us money if you don't like Look, it. one but, off. Just one two yeah. million dollar. Uh, we probably need to cover rates. Either do an iTunes review or give us a house. That's, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah, fair. Why not? And look, I'm what? Yeah, but the whole thing, but just the whole conversation thing. I found that, like, you know, when you're having a conversation and you think I'm boring myself. Yeah, I know. I do that all the time. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually talk to people, and like, I'm getting halfway through the sentence, and I just go, "Look, I just can't go on. I'm just done with me at the moment, so I'm just going to stop talking." But for then a I realised other things I'm getting really angry about too. Like, I've got. A no, I've got a no junk mail sticker on my letterbox. Yeah. And I oh. get home and I check my letters and there are flyers. For re- and I'm like, yeah. it says no junk mail. Yeah. And you, you're not listening. Yeah. And it just annoys me. At, at the risk of like intoning another old man sort of idiom, I actually, <laughs> I actually think, I actually have a theory about the reason why, because we have a no junk mail sign on ours and quite regularly get flies as well. I actually think it's because... Um, you, you literally have um, lots of people who don't speak English actually delivering those things. Wow, Ryan's taking this down a race. Yeah, part. I know. No, I see, I've watched, like there was one day recently, I was on my balcony and it was an old man doing the flyers and he went and I yeah. said, mate, it's no junk mail. He goes, this isn't junk, it's real estate. And I'm like, no, no. And like we got in a bit of, like, and I'll name, I'm going to name and shame because there's over the years, I've had the no junk mail for about three years. One real estate agent yeah. continually puts stuff in my mail, and I just want to say for the record, I will never. Unless you want to give me a house, I will never deal with you. I will never rent through you. I will never buy through you. I will never sell through you. Ray White Real Estate. Yeah, your junk mail has cost you. You know. I could have bought Edge HQ. I could have gone through you. No, I won't. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Stop putting stuff in my fucking letterbox. You know, you know one time I saw... Um, we I should s- post this on their Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We should. One time when uh, I was walking on the street, I noticed a, a letterbox had no, a no junk mail sign and underneath that no junk mail sign, it had another sign that said no junk mail. So it had two, one on top of the other. I remember thinking, do they cancel each other out? Like, does that mean that they can just put them in two there? Two negatives make a positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so extra, they want extra junk mail. They do, yeah. Honestly, I swear to God, this isn't because you just brought this up. Yeah. This week, I walked up to Crow's Nest $2 shop looking for a no junk mail sign. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Couldn't find one. This, oh, really? Couldn't find one to put on. I got mine. I think mine, funnily enough, I think mine actually came in the mail. Oh, have you ever noticed how, <laughs> you, you ever noticed how snobs don't put no junk mail signs up? They put no solicitation material or something like that. Yeah, they, right. they try and fancy it up a bit. See, I always thought that was like so no lawyers. No canvassing. Like, no, you know, no subpoenas, no, oh. no court cases. <laughs> oh, no solicitors. Wow, yeah. you can get away with being sued by just doing that? I'll get no, one of them. No, no, no subpoenas. But no, this is how no I warrants. knew. Like the other thing, like, I get annoyed by the junk. Like normally, I'll tell you now, if you put junk mail, I just, I don't look at it. It just normally goes straight in the recycling. Yeah. But I, I thought myself, Ray White, this has been a problem. I should call them up. Yeah. I haven't yet, but I thought, but then am I just, do I ask for the manager? Do I ask for the, I'm like, look, you keep, and I mean, are they going to think, this guy's a nut, he's ringing us oh, over a flyer? I wonder if there's actually like a, a, a like a, a body, like an ombudsman that you could actually get in touch with and say, look, I have the no junk mail sign on. Because I know with phones you can do that, right? There's that national yeah, there's the no do not call register. register. And if any if, and if companies kind of continually kind of breach that, you can complain and they can get like in trouble for that. I wonder if there's like an There equivalent. is. There, there is. should be for no junk mail. There well, should the, be. The, the, there's a general ombudsman which would cover it. But I mean... But um, the, surely, the, I, I'd like to think like, this is a problem... You're like any help he's talking, saying ombudsman. 
I just like saying ombudsman. <laughs> I would like to think that the ombudsman's got more things to worry about than Ray. They Watt. haven't. Really? They, they, they don't. They've got. They sit there all day long, twiddling their thumbs and jerking off. That's what they do. I, I wanna, <laughs> oh, wow. I want to work for them. Pretty sure. Well, you want pretty a job sure. with the ombudsman? Seriously, it's a it's a gold mine. Pretty sure that behaviour would break the public service code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd twid, yeah, it'd be hard to twiddle your thumbs while you do that. Too. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a particularly weird fetish, actually. <laughs> twiddling, <laughs> twiddling your thumbs while you're jerking off. Yeah. Um, honestly, they're the slow, slow as a wet week. Nothing ever gets done. Like if you put the complaint in now, you'd be forty five before it comes back. Anyway, the funny thing is, is that like having worked in areas um, before that sort of deal with, that have an ombudsman that people go to every now and then, like the com- one company I worked for, anytime anybody mentioned ombudsman in a complaint letter, like that's it, they're to the top of the pile. The only way you were going to get dealt with faster is if it was a letter straight to the CEO. They just, <laughs> those complaints got done so quickly. And it, this, is, this is actually a lesson for anybody who wants to complain to a big faceless corporation, like absolutely drop the ombudsman's name in there, mail it to the CEO. The complaints system within that company will put it straight to the top. If you're a nice person, you will just continue to get ignored. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. Because they don't give a shit about the result of the ombudsman's findings. They give a shit about the time taken to reply to all their bullshit correspondence. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> so, like, so it's just like it's a it's just a, um, a business decision. It, it's, a, it's an efficiency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what do you reckon? If I contact Ray White Real Estate, I go, guys, I live at... F- Edge HQ in yeah. Chippendale. I was almost going to give out the address then. Yeah. I don't want to get any more flyers from you. I'm going to contact the ombudsman. You Mate, reckon that'll stop the problem? Say you already have. Uh, but you reckon like I could angle and sort of say, look, I won't defame your company, Ray White Real Estate, on a yeah. podcast yeah. and on social media if you give me a house or a flat. There you go. It's not defamation if it's true. But, well, it is. Um, I, lo- I love having a lawyer on but, staff. Um, He's probably going to invoice me for that. Let me tell you what, it's one thing, but if you ring up the, the, the area office or whatever it is and say, I've got a complaint, they will do nothing about it because they're snakes with hair gel. <laughs> snakes with hair gel? Who are the real estate people? Wow. <laughs> okay, I think, I think we've got a bit of a sto- bit of history there. Have, like, you, what, have you been that's burned? A, You've been see, burned I've got to personally, a... th- I, I want to go on like, my real estate who I rent Edge HQ off is not Ray White's. It's another company and I like them. Like my real estate agent's a pretty decent bloke. It says mine, but most of them are snakes and heads. Most, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Is that because of the the sale, the, just the general kind of sales well, you, thing? If you, you had a bad particular... run in? Like... Well, it's just, it's just a stereotype, which is yeah, yeah. happens to be accurate as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying, you've met some Ray White real estates while they were flyering and they're just like ignoring the no yeah. junk mail. Just just like the slime trail behind a real estate agent. Yeah. I, I think it's worse on a Saturday when you see the auctions or whatever and then yeah. they're walking around in there. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I like to. You know I like what I'm go, saying. I like to go into open houses, uh, put down fake names, and then use the toilet and leave. <laughs> I, I used to go. Like, I used when I was house. Are we talking number ones here, or what are we talking? <laughs> wow, whatever I need to do. <laughs> you know, it'd be really mean if you just went in and did the number one, just turned off the water to the toilet. And just, <laughs> and just let, let it, it sit let there. It sit, let, let it sit, sit there. there. Imagine that. It's if, like, it's, if it's yellow, everybody catches you. If it's yellow, let it mellow. But Ryan Crawford, the number one in real estate. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of real estate agents who will probably listen to this because I'm going to post it on Ray White's Facebook page. Yeah. They're just going to be like, ah, oh, that's, that's the, the guy. Yeah. Ryan, special comments, Crawford is the yeah. phantom. Actually, in school. Oh, sorry, Lester. I've got a theory here about this, right? Mm. I, like, I like where you're going what, with this. Ryan going to the toilet? Or no, just no, real that, that, that's what. Don't, don't dwell on it. Don't dwell on it. Put it out of my mind forever and eternity. Shit out. 
Yeah. I think we should post this link to this podcast to their Facebook page and, and follow it live and live tweet their reactions to the complaint. Yeah. Because they're breaking the law, I think. Is it a law? Like, is it... Is there, know, is there like, a reg? Is there a reg about that? A bloke told me. A bloke told you. So it's, it's, good, it's good enough for no, me. But I mean, imagine like... Because like, I know like Comedy on Edge, Tuesday night's Chippendale Hotel. I quite often do a leaflet drop for that. And I'm pretty respectful. Like if someone's got no advertising mail, I don't put a flyer in there. It's a pain in the neck because it means you've got to just do another block to get rid of all your flyers. Yeah, yeah. But I respect that. Ray White Real Estates, they don't have the same respect as comedy on edge. Well, the weird thing is about putting the flyer in there, right? And this is where there's the, this is where there's the disconnect, I think, is that putting, a, putting junk mail in a letterbox that has no junk mail is particularly stupid in that you are just wasting your money on your advertising material. Like, you're just putting it in the box of, of somebody who you, you know will just chuck it see, out. See, you've clearly never been paid to flyer. Because, like, I used to... I, used I to have, have, actually. But oh, yeah. you have? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, you know what it's like. You've got a stack of flyers. You've got to get rid of them. Yeah. So, you don't really care. My, yeah. Actually, my granddad told this story once. When he was a boy, he was at the oh, local... So, that's why those kids that I saw when I was young are, like, putting all those flyers down the drain. <laughs> well, my granddad, when he was young, he tells his story. He goes, he was at the show, and this guy walked up to him and said, I'll give you a couple of shillings if you deliver these flyers. Yeah. And the guy gave him the flyers and the money, and Pop's like, that's great. Threw it straight into the fire, went and spent the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He <laughs> was like, he's, he's, an entre- paid. he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. I, th- I think, um, like, my, I did actually do flyering once when I was, like, the, like, catalogs and stuff delivering to houses I when, did I was, too. when I was younger. Was that was a career that lasted one day. <laughs> <laughs> one day, that's yeah. impressive. I, I did it, like, the guy, and the guy that, that was organizing it, he, he kind of had seen me come and go a million times before, you could tell, because, as soon as he, as soon as he sort of offered me the 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 the, the route, he just said, um, "Well, you know, but if you don't want to do it, you don't have to." And all this sort of stuff, as in, you know, don't don't waste my time. I did it, I did it once. Walked around, uh, flyed an entire suburb, got chased by about three or four dogs, get the shit scared out of me. Never did it again. It's not the the uh, the, the route itself. It's the preparation. It took like ten hours to fold all the shit up in the papers and everything. Oh, did you have to do that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I had to do that. Like I did a deliver. I used to deliver um, for Kmart, and they, they they used to come like you get three catalogs that you had to deliver, and it was quicker just if you folded them all together. But yeah, it takes yeah. you about half hour to an hour. Because you've got like 3,000 catalogues. I, yeah. I actually listed my whole family as like worker bees prepping it. Oh, really? <laughs> so like I was only like 15 bucks a week or something. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's putting in 10-hour shifts. That's like, right. <laughs> you live in the high life on that sweet, sweet catalogue money. That's right. That's, that, there's, there's parenting gone awry, really, isn't it? Like, you know, why are we doing this? Let's just give him fucking work? $15. Like, we're, we're, we're trying at the moment. We're on a podcast drive. We want to get list, more listeners to the yeah. podcast. Yeah, we do. Uh, so if you're out there, feel free to share it on social media. What, 10,000 is not enough a week? Ten, we want, I want 11. Yeah, um, yeah. But do you think it would work if like, we just put like, you know, comedyonedge.com on a little flyer and just started leaflet dropping? Uh, yeah, I reckon that would work. I reckon you could uh, you know, have the link. It'd be, it'd, be good. it'd be good if somehow like, you could sort of do it digitally, like, as in just yeah, let people that, know. But that's, yeah. But, but, then, but then, you know, that's just Facebook or something, isn't it? Or so, maybe do you think that's like when I inevitably sue Ray White Real Estate, I could just get the deal where their flyer is then have to hand out flyers for this podcast. Yeah, that's right. So I get some contra deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then just, yeah. you just want, you just want to piggyback out our, our podcast flyers on the for them. back. It's just of, a case of their deliverers just got to chuck an extra thing in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, piggybacking on the, on, on the, 
Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I did enjoy how you interrupted me to say exactly the same thing I was saying. Was <laughs> great, great minds think alike, yeah, they and do. I'm just louder than you. Yeah, exactly sure. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny you say that. Like we've, um, I, I had a weird experience recently. I, um, I went to the North Shore, which I don't normally do. Yeah. That's Leicester's hometown. That's that's not normally why I go there. But I went over to the Macquarie Centre. Have you been there, Leicester? Not for many years, but they have an ice skating rink they there. They do. They do. And they've got some... It's quite nice out there, but we were out there. I was out there with my girlfriend, Jen, and I saw... There was an old man, and he would have been about 80 or 90, and the poor guy, he was... He had a glue stick, you know, a glue stick that kiddies use for scrapbooks? Like a yoo Yeah, a yoo exactly. And he was gluing a post-it note to a, a telegraph pole. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I said to Jen, oh, the poor old guy, that's going to fall off. Yeah. I was, and I thought, let's go. I said, let's go get some sticky tape and help him because I thought he's probably looking for his cat or maybe he needs a flatmate. I don't know. <laughs> so we sort of, he was over the road, and you, you sound like you know what this guy had was doing. But I went up and I grabbed the post-it note, and I was about to go and chase after the old man and say, "Look, let's go get some sticky tape. I'll give you a hand." Mm. And then I read what was on the post-it note. Yeah, it wasn't a cat notice. It was racism. Nah. Handwritten racism. It was like Islam equals death. Islam equals 666. And at the end, it said, what next? A black pope. Wow. I know. But the thing is, he went to all that effort. He hand wrote, like he had this, because he was, I saw him, he did another five poles. (laughs) He's just sticking it to the pole. But he went to all that effort, handwriting out his little post-it note. But he didn't buy the sticky tape to get him to stick up. Sounds like he was sticking in the Middle East more. Yeah, well, he was. But I was shocked. Like, he was an old man. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. Old old men, isn't that a bit of a stereotype? Old people sort of not really having let go of the war or, you know, just being generally racist. Old fashioned values. But I wouldn't imagine, like, if I'm in my 80s or 90s. It's a lot of, like, it was a really hot day. It's a lot of effort to write. To re- like this wasn't just like a it was a handwritten he note. Belie- he believed in the cause. There was three different colours of pen. I don't know why, but the first thing that popped into my head when you said that he was putting post-it notes on poles was that, and I think I might do this at some stage, is that you'd get up there and you read it and it just said, "This is mine." <laughs> I just reckon that would be hilarious. Just walk up the street and just put "This is mine" on every single telegraph pole. Property of Ryan Crawford. Yeah, that's right. Just think of the concept of this bloke, but. The black pope really upsets him, like yeah, know, yeah. like he's sitting there holding court with his friends and family. My worldwide pedophile organization, yeah, it must be run by a white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get like, like, I like, why I like the thinks... progression there. I like the progression. Yeah. It's like Islam is is death. Islam is six six six. But worst of all, <laughs> one day we're gonna. I have forgot. A, I forgot there was a middle flag. bit. There was a middle bit. Like it was like a top was Islamic was death. Islamic was six six six. And then it said Islam, and he translated the equals. There was three Islam Islam into different languages. Like there was Mandarin. I no. don't know what the middle one was, and French. Like, he'd actually gone to the effort of translating. Trans- I assume it was Islam equals death. So he's a world, world, world travel. He wants, world he traveled, wants, uh, he wants all the locals to read in their he's, language. He's a Renaissance racist. <laughs> Renaissance racist. <laughs> that, write that down. There's the show no, title, yeah, The Renaissance right. Racist. Oh, God. But yeah, um, no, I was I, I, who, works, who works exclusively in the medium of the post-it. But it was just so much effort, and... I just, I, 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 part of me was thinking, because, like, I had to admit, <laughs> no, well, like, I was going to go grab some sticky tape and just got, like, I thought 
But I thought, I'll catch up to him first. Imagine if I just hadn't have read the note and just went around and taped it up. Yeah. And I just followed him all around, taping up racist And notes. then somebody sees you with the yeah, tape. And yeah, and I yeah. get blamed. Yeah, that's right. So do you think that excuse will hold up in court? I'd rather that than being caught doing a turd in an open house. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been caught. <laughs> Yet. But actually, it's funny. You talk about the turd in the open house. Um, when I was at school, we had a guy called the Phantom Shit Spreader. The Shit Spreader? What happened? It used to happen. Like There was one toilet block. It was down near the Oval. It wasn't near the school. And it used to get closed off because some kid used to go in there Drop a drop a deuce and just spread it all over the place. He's a smearer. Yes, yeah, a smear. We used to went with the phantom shit spread because no one serial killer behavior. But no one caught it who is. it was. But like there was always suspicion. Like you know, there was always like a couple of kids. You go, he looks like the phantom because <laughs> he had brown hands and he smelled. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one M Bryant, was it? Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, funny you mentioned that. I did catch the school bus with M Bryant yes. when I was in. Like I used to catch the bus, and he was on the same bus as me. Because I remember the the face and the eyes. Uh, how did that, was this primary school or high school? Um, oh, I would have been first year high school. Oh my god! Uh, so how did they fit everyone on such a small bus, Mark? What? What do you mean? Oh, that's not a really good reference, is it? No, small bus is like a um, is like for the oh, me- 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 mentally challenged but, but, people. That's in America, man. Yeah, I get that. But I said I used to catch the school bus with Martin Bryant, so that implies there were only two of us on the bus. I don't know. I was just trying to make it that you were mental. Oh, well, that's okay. I mean, but he wasn't. Like, he was, he was just, he was just, he was fine. the thing I remember most about it. Just plumbing the depths, Lester. <laughs> We've gone from the Renaissance racist to Martin Bryant. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really touching. Well, honestly, spreading shit on the walls is serial killer behavior. It is, it's it true. Is, but, yeah. I mean, it's, they never caught who did it. And it stopped, I think, after year nine, you didn't hear any more of the shit spreader. So well, it might have died of cholera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Developed a new fetish. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I seriously, when I asked the question of high school, I promise like, wasn't expecting you to say high school. I was just like, there's a, there's a nearly fully grown human being doing that? What the hell? Yeah, but I was, no, see, I'd imagine, oh, I thought you meant, I thought you meant what, what with Martin Bryant. No, no. No, 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 the no, shit, the shit spreader. spreader. No, it was year eight. No. It was like, it was old, like it was almost re- at top end of high school. It was. God. It, it, it was working a part-time job. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually the headmaster. <laughs> Probably McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the headmaster of the school. It's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, so the phantom shit spreader. Yeah, yeah. No, I never, I, I didn't like, uh, when I was going to school, I didn't like going to the toilet at school. Really? Yeah, we had. But you uh, like going in public houses? Open well, houses? I got over it. Um, no, no. When, when at, at our school, it was not uncommon uh, to sort of be in the cubicle and have like people throw water over the top and stuff like. that. Oh yeah, Jesus! And I just was, going to the toilet at school. You're asking for it. You are really. So you know, I just never did. <laughs> but now I think back on that, I hadn't thought about that for a long time. But I don't remember d- doing much toilet visiting at school no, ever. No, I don't know how I held it all though. Yeah, that's right. Neither do I. But I did. Just uh, didn't go there. Just didn't go there. I don't actually remember my bowel movements from when I went to school. Is that a sign that you're getting old, man? <laughs> getting really old, or yeah, yeah. I don't like now that you think about it. I'm just trying to think. Obviously, I went to the toilet because you know, but I don't remember dropping a 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a tense, anxious place, high school. I just... Because uh... <laughs> so I remember uni. I used to love going to the toilet at the uni library because it was awesome graffiti. Like, there was, oh, like, lots uni of... graffiti in the toilet. Yeah, there's, great. like, some discussion. You'd yeah. get, like, some art student would write something witty and then you could tell some commerce students just written something, oh, you suck cock or something. Yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> equally witty. And yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, it was a good conversation thread. <laughs> it was. Yeah, no. the days the the library at the did you ever test. add did you ever add to one of them like to a to a to a debate graffiti debate not at uni but at Kmart <laughs> so we're going up a level we know we don't, I had a part time job at Kmart and the guys toilets we used to have um, we actually had a staff meeting it was all male staff members had to go to this meeting and. Due to the vandalism of the toilets, we were threatened with having the doors taken off. Yeah, Because right. it started out innocent enough. We'd go in there. There was a guy, one of the managers, his nickname was Feeder. Right. Because feed the chickens. He was a wanker. He's a digger. Yeah, but, a wanker, and we yeah. used to do witty things like, it was like the hottest 100 <laughs> feeder songs. Like, you know, where you'd go, buy me a feeder as buy me a pony. And we, it was really fun and games. And then one of the guys, and we all know who it was because he wasn't that smart. Yeah. He changed it to pretty much, oh, feeder fucks your mum. Like nothing. He stopped it being witty and then it got personal. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's when the threats of the toilet doors. There's, got- a, there's a fairly loose definition of, wi- definition of witty at Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's reasonably loose. But except, it was good. It was like, go- you know, you think, oh, I've got a good one. Like, you know, yeah. buy me a fee. Oh, I can't think of any other. It yeah. was 97, so whatever songs were there. Yeah, um, yeah. Not if you're the last feeder on earth. I yes, wanna, yes. I, I want to feed you like an animal. Yes, <laughs> yes. See, see it's, you're yeah, getting yeah, in the yeah. spirit That's of actually it. witty. That's a good one. Yeah. But then this guy yeah. took it, because it was all the other jokes, like the other jo- running joke. There was a guy there who, he was in his late 30s and he still lived with, his mum and dad still picked him up from work. Yeah. Well, that's a bit too. And so... That is weird, His mum... And she was a lovely lady, but it started to get a bit about her and it was a bit... It's okay to sort of write something, oh, Dale, your mum mum makes great cookies or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just like, oh, I fucked your mum. That's not... It's like the... I mean, it's like the, the slight sort of difference between a bit of friendly ribbing and just out and out fucking bullying, like yeah, insulting well, yeah. behaviour. Yeah, it yeah. went from zero to, yeah, yeah and yeah. then it's like, we're going to take the toilet doors off. And yeah. it's like, but there's, all, there's always a... Um, and the person who objected most to the toilet doors coming off was Feeder himself. <laughs> there's always... You a need some privacy. Um, Feeder took it well. Like, it was like... He, he didn't realise that we called him Feeder because he thought, oh... I can't even remember what we, why he thought we called it, but it was pretty much because feed that you're a wanker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah but he was, I think he even included, he, he wrote some on the list. Yeah, anytime there's like a ribbing situation that always crosses the line eventually. Oh, yeah. you got to you got to keep going higher and higher. Do you think it does? Does yeah. it have to? Yeah, it doesn't have to, but it just does. Yeah, yeah. Human nature. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But it is true. Like, well, the thing is, like, back in the day, like, we used to write, talk, now it's Twitter. Like, you get the point now with Twitter where you, you write... So like, you and I, this the last couple of weeks, have been a bit of banter going back with a friend or acquaintance of the show, Nathan Lenton. I, <laughs> I tagged you in friend on some... Friend of the show. Have you been demoted from friend? What's well, it's been, it's been a tough week. It's been... <laughs> like, I tagged you in on a few things and... He, he's, a, he's a friend of Mama Mia. <laughs> yeah, Mia Friedman's number one fan. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, like, but it's sort of like I went. I thought, oh, Lester will enjoy this. He'll like to come in on the game. I, I do enjoy doing that. But um, but there was then I thought, oh, did I go too far? 
Absolutely not. You can't go too far on Twitter, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, oh, the wow. toilet, the toilet door is really. It was really the Twitter, Twitter in the '80s, wasn't it? No, like it's just a, you know, I mean, it was that. It was that anonymous kind of. You could be anonymously awful to other people. If you want to sound, if you want to sound old, you just you say Facebook's a bloody toilet wall. Oh yeah, fine. who says that? old people? Do they really? Yeah. Yes, back oh in the day, I wrote a lovely poem. You, you know what I? You know what I can't stand is when when people sort of say like they and they try and sound wise and when they do it and they nod sagely at each other when they come up with this they say <laughs> what I really think is sad is that young people think that they have one thousand friends. Well, I tell you what I think is really sad is that old people can't sort of seem to lost the ability to understand that words can mean two different things. <laughs> you know, like, it, they don't really think they're best friends with uh, <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Here's what you hear old people say as well. They're more connected than ever, but they're more alone than ever. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, they they do that a lot, and 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 the thing is, they don't actually understand that connections can be quite different. Oh yeah, I mean, but it's what. So you mean a friend and a follower aren't the same thing? So that's what I like about Twitter. I like that I've got followers, not friends. Yeah, yeah. So if um, if Jim Jones didn't didn't like did a mass suicide at Jonestown, I can see him going followers. I, I invented followers. <laughs> <laughs> he swing Twitter for stealing. <laughs> don't you think it's time for another big cult? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like ages. Where where are they? Like what kind of cult? Like a well, like cult? a Waco, well, uh, you know, Jim Jones. You know where they are now, mate. They're fucking uh, the anti-vaccination movements and those sort of. Yeah, they, oh, no. they must be. Due, oh, well. Do you think instead of the Kool Aid, they're just not vaccinating their kids and they're hoping that measles are just going to wipe them all nah, out? It's not a religious belief. AVN. That's uh, they're just a bunch of nutbags who think that they know. Yeah, but like, like th- that's the new style of that dickhead. would have been in the Waco twenty years ago. You reckon? Oh uh, yeah. no, I don't. I don't agree. I think. It's different. I mean, there's a, there's a, I mean, there's definitely like parallels of lunacy going on, but like it's not actually a, a faith based thing. It's just a, it's just a kind of anecdotal scientific kind of we chicanery. Know, I agree there, probably actually, but you know who it probably is then? Friends of the show, ISIS. Yeah. Friends of the show. She's <laughs> hello, ASIO. That that statement is by Lester Diamond, not me. I've, no, but that's actually none of our money else. goes to ISIS. It's like, didn't you see the terror laws? Other, other than other than the fact that they're <laughs> friends of the show, it's actually a good parallel. Like that's that's exactly right. They're just extremists, yeah. just nutbags. That's basically yeah. what's going but, on. But I mean, there. like, but with Waker or Wacos, I reckon we G- should invent a religion. I, I want to start think, a cult. So do I. I want to buy like a big plot of land. Nothing stupid. Like it's not going to... I don't think we should wear matching tracky dacks. Yeah. I don't think... We, there's no mass suicides. No. I think it should just be... No, no. I want to build... Have, can we have the cult? I want to build, build a client base. Like I want to I want to bring in some cash and then I'm going to do the exact opposite of what every other cult leader does. I'm going to get to about 15 years in have, having made all my money and say, yeah, it's all fucking made up, you idiots, and then walk off. Really? Put my hands in my pockets and walk away whistling. No, see, for me, I want to start it off. Like I want to get like, you know, bit of like get a good 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 mix, like a good ratio. Yeah. Grow it, make sure like you know once a day, you know like okay three o'clock we all down tools and yeah. we watch Breaking Bad, yeah. and then we have a discussion. And low Breaking Bad shall be put forth on the. <laughs> well, TV. you know, we obviously that's only going to last for a couple of years. Then maybe we move on to you know let let let's go look at some Seinfeld, yeah. and you know maybe we can after after dinner we can recreate some scenes. I think yeah. step one in a cult leader is step one, get your sheeple in, right? Yeah, step two, 
bang their wives with their permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Step three. I'm not, I'm not all, surprised at all that that's your second step, <laughs> by the way. Wives. Take all their money with their permission. <laughs> yeah. Four, yeah. mass suicide. That's your four steps. But of I the don't want the mass suicide. Mass suicide, keep their money. To be honest, I don't really want to bang someone's wife. That's like, I'm well, not, you're not a real cult leader. You're, well, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You mean I failed the less determined <laughs> cult leader yeah, test? Yeah, yeah. Koresh, yeah. Jim Jones. No, for me, it's all about the money and making a point. Like, I'd love to do it. Get, get a whole bunch of people to follow you and then just sort of turn around and say, you idiots, religion's not real. <laughs> you should just start up a parody Twitter account. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of parody Twitter accounts, it must be time for our favourite segment of the show. Yeah. Ryan's Random Questions. It sure is. It I must think be time for the theme song. We're going to have theme music to introduce it. Ryan's Random Questions. I hate you. <laughs> that's that's harsh, man. Uh, but I really enjoy. I, I know, but I really enjoy the theme song. I think Carson Lester enjoys. State has sued me for every single cent I have, which isn't much. <laughs> no. Hey yo, hey oh man, that, you've just cost me an extra two dollars. Is, is that another download? I'm happy for them to download if yeah. they're gonna. Yeah, that's download. Fine. Yeah, get all fifty lawyers of him to download it. Maybe they could also rate and review the show. Yeah, yeah. lawyers out there, can you just instead of sending the subpoenas to me, yeah. um, the lawyers of Johnny Carson Estate, Phil Smythe's. I know he's not dead, so it's not his estate. Just send your subpoenas <laughs> through iTunes for reviews. <laughs> that's right. Magic's still that's kicking. Phil's it. still kicking, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Magic Johnson. That's right. A couple of. Can you imagine how fucking pissed off Phil's mother be if he like died early and then Magic's still running around, big smile on his face? <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh dear! When will we let this thing go? Can we just talk about Colin Funky Miller instead? What the fuck? Uh, he's not. He likes us. Yeah, I know Funky. he does. He's he's a good man. Funny thing is, I'm a Phil Smith fan. Oh, yeah. sure you are. A dead set M. <laughs> <laughs> what the whole thing luring him into court cases just so he can get his autograph? He was a sick player. <laughs> he made any. He, he kept that comb over going. He did upright sure. until he didn't anymore. Okay, question number one. When people hand out flyers, like in the street, you go through a train station handing out flyers or free samples or that sort of thing, are you, are you the kind of person who takes them? Do you take them? My girlfriend does. And I said, why do you do that? And she goes, because if I take one, it means it's less time that the person's got to stand out taking it. There used to be on Broadway, There's it's now a Malaysian place, but before that it was a Chinese restaurant and... They used to make the waitresses dress up in really skimpy clothes and hand out flyers. Yeah. And it was like, it was pretty cold. And you felt so sorry for them because you can see they're clearly embarrassed. And it was so, you used to take a flyer from them just so they didn't have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but doesn't that also encourage the behavior of the business? To keep doing it? Not really, because if I take a flyer, I don't, like, I never went to that, re- that restaurant's closed down, so I don't think it did too well. Yeah, right. Oh, excellent. Actually, now that I think about it, that is a good strategy. You take the flyers off. If you're not going to actually pay, patronise the place, then you know, you're know kind of screwing them over for their advertising campaign. It's a bit patronising taking them without in the intent of using it. Yeah, but I, like, I get sick of saying no. Oh, no, no, no. Like Redfern yeah. Station where I catch the train, um, there's there were always someone, like Jehovah's Witnesses have moved in. And they're handing out stuff, and it's like, oh. Yeah. And I've sort of got to do that thing. Like, I normally got my headphones in, oh, I put the hand up. You just reminded me, the MX, the guys that hand out the MX, they're getting more aggressive. It really irritates me. I just want to get 
to the train. Like I've actually been slowed down by them and missed <laughs> the train. You, what do you mean? Like they, 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 they're physically stopping you? <laughs> no, well they used to stand there, and if you wanted one, you'd go and grab it off. That's just what happens to me. No, you're no, right. No, they no, do, they, no, they, you're they've right. now been they trained are. to hold them out and block like more really? space. Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. No, he's right. Like they do it. Like because what I find weird, I get when I get home from Redfern. They're trying to offer it to me as I'm going out the gate. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going home. I'm not going to read an MX. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I really, like, if you're choosing not to, I shouldn't have to kind of duck We're and really read around you. We're really getting into old man territory I know. It just I'm quite enjoying an MX. You don't, oh, I don't. don't read the MX. I only read it if stuff. I'm like... Overheard. Um, oh, Overheard. Yeah, I read over people's shoulders. How many times do you... <laughs> that freaks me out. What's the one where you write so you can pretend to be a stalker? Like, hey, hot blonde girl, I see you at Central Station. How about a coffee sometime? Oh, those are freaky. We both things. know that I haven't got the energy for that. <laughs> you haven't got the energy. I could just see you going, hey, girl, whose seat I sniffed on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd take this. One time I was on the train, I was, because uh, when I see words, if you, they're designed obviously to catch the eye, right? The headlines in a newspaper. So, like, I see the words on the, on the page of an MX and I'm like, Looking over somebody's shoulder and you think, oh, I'll just I'll just have a read of that. One time, you know, I actually got busted badly enough by a guy that he just went, "Do you just want it?" <laughs> he went to hand it to me. I said, well, "What's the point?" That's so creepy. <laughs> it, man. it is pretty bad, isn't it? But good fun, good times, <laughs> clean fun, good times, <laughs> clean fun. What about you? Do you take do you take flies um, and samples? I do, but when they're those sign up charities, I've got the headphones in and I just look straight ahead and just ignore them as if they don't exist. Yeah, yeah. I, one time I um, left on my plate. One time down in a, at the bottom of our building when I was working, they had the free samples being handed out, and they were like the Gillette Fusion blades. Do you remember the Gillette? They're about twenty five bucks a pop. Yeah. I know, and they were like doing this big promo, but you know they weren't stopping you from going back and getting more. I went back and got about ten Gillette Fusion blades. I'm still using them. <laughs> like, it was years ago that I got these. That's things. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. There you go. As you can tell, I don't shave very often, and I now, I now sport a beard, so there's no actual, uh, there's not much shaving. They're really anymore. dodgy blades; they don't cut. He's been shaving every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Get it yeah, off. Just, yeah, that's exactly. right. You should right. see him without the trim beard. All right, question number two. Um, Tony Abbott has asked for a mature debate on the GST. Does this make him a hypocrite or a colossal hypocrite? <laughs> I think it just. I think the man is genuinely psychotic. Like I think he doesn't. I think he just—he just has no idea what he has said or done. Yeah. Like I—I I I have this problem where I talk a lot. Like I tell people things, and you know when you have a couple of conversations a day, yeah. and you don't remember who you've spoken to. Like I was—I think I told the one girl at the coffee shop like the same story three days running, and because she works on tips, she didn't actually say anything. Yeah. And I think Tony Abbott genuinely must block out everything he said. Yeah. Like I think he genuinely thinks. He's a nice guy who just throws up some suggestions. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I mean, know. there's no way he could go and look at the way he's conducted himself and think, no, we need a mature debate. Mature debate on tax. Yeah. But the whole of politics is hypocrisy, so he's doing his, his job, some would say. That may be, but, I mean, like, let's just consider, for example, the the carbon tax and the vitriol and the, con- <laughs> the constant nonsense about that. And then... Turns into turns into asking for a mature debate. That, that's yeah, but look at I mean, we talk about the GST. the The leader who introduced it is on record as saying there will never ever be a GST under a government I lead. And lo and behold, there's a GST. Yeah, exactly. And right. Funnily enough, when I ah, uh, not to mention the the they'll 
Tony Abbott in the lead up to this to, to this last election. Yeah. There we no there we no raises to the GST and uh, oh the um yeah. funnily enough no, nor cuts the ABC. Or call ABC, back so. to the earlier story where the racist old man. Yeah, I yeah. was shocked that when I tapped him on the shoulder to confront him. It wasn't John Howard. I thought it would be. Like, I was expecting Johnny Howard. I thought, who else would be boy? handing out flyering racists in, yeah, the, yeah. in the northern I can suburb. see him doing that in I can see him. Yeah. Tony needs help. He's not rating well enough. I saw Race. Johnny on, um, on Pitt Street about two weeks ago. Did you spit on Three him? Three weeks ago, maybe. No. Well, I, thought, I thought, he's looking pretty good old Johnny. He was about 70-odd. Horseshoe, yeah. big eyebrows. He trims, yeah, yeah. He trims his I think he's let him go a bit. I think oh, he's they're, yeah, bush, they're yeah, back yeah, in the bush. Yeah, he's not being handled anymore. They're going. They're, they're going. Uh, they're going Imagine a big that. rogue. What's your job in life? I trim the prime minister's His eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah, it's, it's, it's better than bikini waxing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah they probably would be what bikini waxing the prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. A little low. That wax is hot. Oh, That's, me nuts. Me nuts. That no, is, he'd probably call him his crown. Oh, me crown jewels. Uh, I'd like to put tea bag me crown jewels on old man. What's Elizabeth? Hey, Elizabeth, yeah, you want to see the crown jewels? <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's that's an impressive impression. I, oh, you I, reckon? I, yeah, no, that sounds like John Howard. John yeah. Howard teabagging the Queen. Yeah, yeah, maybe not in content, but the voice. You're doing well there. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Maybe he's due for a comeback, or maybe you know, I must. He must be. Oh, we we lost Goff the other week. You know. Yeah. I'll have to wait till Johnny kicks the bucket. Oh, Goff went to ninety-two, so Johnny's got at least another twenty years. You know, that's a that's a that's a uh, pretty um that's a pretty good evidence of having a having a well. Well credentialed and well looked after life, like leading to your old age, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but ninety two stress. He did. He certainly did. He had to go to a lot of Whitlam's concerts. But, but 90, <laughs> 92 is um even better for a big man. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, true, he was yeah. a big man. Yeah. Johnny's a little man. So what you reckon Johnny will go longer or shorter? Hard to know. But the um it's like when you have a Labrador, they're gonna die sooner than your Maltese, you know? <laughs> Generally, <laughs> particularly when you stick pins in them and chain yeah. them up, yeah, yeah. Uh, question number three: Have you ever planted something? And if so, what state do you think it's in now? I planted, planted a few tree. stories in the media, mate. Uh, so about it. Planted a few seeds. Um, yeah. A few sowed a few wild oats. Yeah, I've never, never never stuck anything in the, in the ground in a garden though, or a tree planted a tree somewhere, or buried some in. <laughs> there, was a, there was a there was a knock on the door. There was police. I had to get rid of it somehow. <laughs> no hydroponics in the in the cupboard. <laughs> I in theory, like when I have Edge HQ has a lovely courtyard, but it's not it's not a veg. I would like a veggie garden, yeah, and I'd like a house that I could do it, but I haven't actually. I think the closest I got, I bought a packet of carrots once, and I thought I'll plant those, and they're still in the shed. Never got there. Yeah. Have you planted? Well, you planted your seed. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Um, I think we did um, in the backyard when I was a kid some um, zucchini plants. My dad. I think my my dad's idea was that he would give us those because he was sure that they would work and they'd be something for us to watch grow and whatever. These things came out massive. The zucchinis in the... Amazing, yeah. The zucchinis in the supermarkets, they're not doing it properly, man. <laughs> they get big. Like, these things are a foot long. They were huge. See, I once grew Your up... old man's out there with, with GMO zucchinis. Don't buy this close to Lucas Heights. It'll never pay <laughs> off. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, yeah, and, and I don't want to brag too much about the size because I don't want Monsanto suing me or coming around and checking it out. But, but the... Um, what was I going to say? So you're saying size does matter when it comes to zucchinis. 
I think I think. Well, actually, I I wonder about that. But do they, 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 they taste they, woody? Because like I know that they, like I got some carrots the other week and they were bigger than usual and they were just yeah. they weren't as flavoursome as yeah. The no, stuff. I think that's right. I think they sort of take on more water the bigger they are, so the the flavour kind of dissipates a bit. We've really this has turned into old man. Well, chat. Keep, keep, keep it with the old man chat. We've whinged about everything. Now we're talking about our zucchini, no, it's zucchini. Well, which I planted when I was a kid. By the way, I haven't planted anything since. I'm, yeah, not, I'm, a, I'm not an outdoors type. Maybe we need a lot. Does anyone want to? Do- I, I can understand. We called out earlier for someone to donate a house. I'd like an allotment. If anyone's got like within probably a kilometre of my house, just a little backyard, me and Ryan will come and we'll grow a little comedy on edge. Presents a chat show. Vegetable garden. What if it's a kilom- one kilometer and one hundred meters away? Well, within reason. Can't Let's just say if I can walk or get there by public transport, one bus, one train, then yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, right. Cool. But, you know, just don't. Comedy on the edge market garden. I think it'd be good. We could go down. We could live podcast. Oh, how are your zucchinis coming in, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, it'd be good. But the guy from Ray White Real Estate keeps trampling through to give us a flyer. The brick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The um. Speaking of the planning stuff, right? Yeah. Speaking of the old man stuff. Yeah. In primary school, we had these science experiments. I'm sure you both did them. We have like a stocking full of dirt and you put it in a jar of water. Yeah. And it grows the sprouts for hair yeah. at the top. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. You didn't have that? No. That was, that's a common science. That was, yeah, a, that was so, a mainland experiment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. See, see, on the mainland, we have this thing called science. <laughs> they, they teach it in high school. So. Yeah, he said it was Lester looking for an excuse to go through his mother's stock. Yeah. I need it for science, mom. I need it for science. The funny thing is, like, I could never grow my stocking hair. Like, I don't know how I could fuck you up. Never all. worked. Yeah. Well, I was putting dirt in water. <laughs> my dirt's not growing. I couldn't do it. Oh, uh, dear. Mm. Yep. So. Um, I did plant zucchinis when I was younger. I planted all sorts of things, but these days I don't plant anything. Can't stand the outdoors. Do you have a backyard? We no, I don't. I live in a flat now. We when I lived in Canberra, I I did um, live in a house. It had a it had a really nice backyard when we moved in. Um, I didn't really pay any attention to it. About a year later, I opened the back door and had a look out, and it had sort of grown, like, so overgrown. I don't know. They could have been fully grown bare back there. I don't know. Do you know what I like... realised? <laughs> Instead of an allotment, yeah. Edge HQ has a courtyard with some bad soil. If anyone wants to come with a ton or two of topsoil, yeah. we can just take it out the backyard and we can grow. We, we, can, we can grow some stuff like that. And if someone could donate Ryan some zucchini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much a ton of topsoil would be? It would be bigger than the house. No, wouldn't a ton's not that much. He, he knows because he knows he's an expert in burying things. You don't go for the topsoil. No, no, it's too I remember as a kid, <laughs> it's too we, used to get, too we used to get our wood delivered. And I remember one day my dad, my dad thought, oh, it's going to be a harsh winter. I'll get six ton of wood. Yeah, because we normally got like two or three ton, and it it filled our whole driveway. Like we spent all night moving this wood because Dad couldn't get the car. He stupidly left the car. He got the wood delivered in front of the car. So then realized I'm going to go to work the next day. So yeah. it got to the stage like me. I was like seven. My sister was like five. We're lugging wood. My grandparents were lugging wood. The neighbors were lugging wood. It was all night. Yeah, right. I'd like to know how many rainforests have been burnt down by people using wood fires. <laughs> well, this was Tassie, so it was all, it was all old growth. We, old growth. We yeah. went into, we got a few hewn pines, a few blackwoods, and we just did it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 they're still cutting. They're still cutting it down, aren't they? They're sort hewn of, pines restricted. Is it? Yeah, like it's really expensive. Like a little, a little block. Like say this size of a disc is about like thirty bucks or something. Fuck it's me, quite, dead. It's quite expensive wood. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's there pretty. You go. 
Back in my day, you used to go down the forest and just chop down a tree. Mm, Now you've got to go in the dead of night, shoot a hippie, and get it yourself. (laughs) Those were the days. Now you've got to get a ton of wood to bury the dead hippie. Uh, my days. <laughs> oh, oh, it's been lovely fun. reminiscing on the radio about this episode. It must be about time to wrap it up. Is it? Is it, Mister? Have you got another question for us, or you've hit the? No, that was the last question. That was the last one. Uh, I'm thinking about now. I'm thinking about planting Huon pine if it's so expensive. Yes, I might well, plant, I think it'll only grow in Tasmania. I don't think it'll grow in Sydney. Why won't it? You need the cl- the right climate, the right soil. Right. Yes, yes. Mm. and I think it's restricted as well. Can we get some Tasmanian soil donated to? Oh, yeah, we'll fly it in. You know, yes. All you bushwalkers, go to Tassie. Get <laughs> get get some soil on your boots. And just rub it into Ryan's special comments, Crawford's carpet. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a lovely episode. Um, just to wrap up, Ray White Real Estate, you're a pack of pricks, a complete and utter pack of pricks, mm-hmm. unless you want to donate an allotment or an inner city house to the podcast, we're going to the ombudsman to complain about you, you pricks. Yeah. <laughs> And yes, what else do we talk about, Lester? What, 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 have you got anything on your mind before we well, wrap I'm it up? Well, I'm just really concerned about Ray White and then breaking the breaking the laws of the land. I think we should take them to task on social no media. No respect, Ray White. No respect. In my day, real estate agents used to come, give you some money, then they'd go through your house. You'd have an open house. Some freak would come and take a dump in your toilet, <laughs> and they go, "Don't mind that. That's just Ryan. We'll clean up after him." <laughs> These days, uh, no respect, Ray White, you pack of pricks. Yeah. Well, I would be up for them donating a house. I think that would be awesome. But other than that, they can go fuck themselves. The absolute least they could do. Absolutely. Otherwise, we're going to the ombudsman. (laughs) Once I figure out how to spell ombudsman. Do you know where the ombudsman is? It's a weird word, isn't it? Ombudsman. It is. It It sounds like a Canberra organisation to me. Oh, yes. We've got to go Canberra. We just miss Floriard. <laughs> I like I like Floriard. Look at the flowers. Oh man, talking about planting things. Gosh, yes, it all comes back to Floriard. It does indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Follow Lester on Twitter at LesterDiamond28. Follow Ryan on the Twitter on Ryan the Crawford. Follow Mark on Twitter at mw double underscore oh double underscore that. Kids got some gu- gumption, some hutzpah, hutzpah, hutzpah. Yes, so follow him and follow Comedy on Edge on Twitter at Comedy on Edge. And seriously, if you're on the iTunes thingy, give him a rating, give him a review, give him some tips on how to plant zucchinis. <laughs> Maybe we could get Graham Cundall on next week's podcast. I think we could do some gardening. Yes, well, that's enough of it. Mr. Ryan, put on the phonograph or the stereogram and play some music. Thank you. 